Happy Monday morning. It is AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. However, AJ is out sick this morning. Hopefully he's getting better and doing all of that good stuff. Meanwhile, I'm just straight chilling in the studio alone. And if you ever want to be a part of the show, you can text 68255. Just start your text with VFX. But it leads me to a question of being sick during the holidays because I've been thinking about it a little bit. I'm coming down with something. I don't really know what it is. And if AJ got me sick, I'm going to be mad, mad, mad. Is it better to be sick during the holidays? Because then it's kind of like, oh, sorry, I can't come to this family party or I can't do this holiday thing. Or would you prefer to like not be sick during the holidays and be sick after the holidays when everybody's kind of bummy, you know, January-ish, once all of the holiday stuff settles down? What's your preference? I mean, obviously nobody loves being sick. It's not like you're hoping to get sick so that you can get out of work. So this weekend, I got to spend a little bit of time with some of my extended family, which is a really cool fun thing. I always really enjoy that. But while I was hanging out with the extended family, we ended up putting up a Christmas tree. And once we got to the topper, people were like, yo, need to put the star on the top. And then someone else said, no, we need to put the angel on the top. And I was over here like, I I don't put either of those on top of my tree. Like normally I just put a bow up on top of my tree, just out of burlap and call it good because I never bought a star or an angel back like six years ago when I ended up buying my first Christmas tree. So I want to know, am I out of the norm here of like putting just a massive bow on top of my Christmas tree? What do you put on top of your Christmas tree? You can call 435-787-0945 or you can text if it's easier, 68255. Just start your text with VFX. Please don't text and drive. Okay. I just want to know if I'm out of the norm because people are like, those massive bows are stupid. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. What are your unusual pick-me-ups? Because McCall's grandma passed away. Her dad wasn't dealing with it well. She said, trampoline park. Look, it worked out well. You can't be sad when you're jumping on a trampoline. I didn't say terrible pick-me-ups. I said unusual. Shade even talks about having having dreams about jumping on a trampoline. Uh, Yeah, I forgot the lyric in there. It was like, my grandma died and dad is sad jumping on a trampoline. I forgot that part. My bad. It helped. (laughs) Jamie, what do you think? Uh McCall's argument is you can't be sad while jumping on a trampoline. No. (laughs) Well, I guess. Well, I don't know. It depends on like, well, I mean, I'm not going to say maybe your dad's old. He might break a hip or something. But like, that wouldn't work out too well. (laughs) See, I've thought... Uh, okay, but maybe not the best place. And it kind of seems like you're with me, Jamie, where you're like, eh, skeptical at best. I was like 17. <laughs> you know, maybe if like laser tag or something, like, that would be kind of fun. Yeah, McCall. Let's just shoot people. Use guns to celebrate the death of your grandma. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so that went the other way. So that, you know, Jamie, did you, thanks, Jamie, for calling in, by the way. Jamie did just solid. She put it in a little bit better perspective. You would have said you took your dad to laser tag after your grandma died. <laughs> Everyone like, would have been like, whoa! Absolutely not. Uncle John died in a car accident. What do we do? Let's go play bumper cars. Like, nobody said do that. That's, that's not, not the way to go about it. That being <gasps> uh, said, here's my unusual pick me up. Okay. So, uh, let me start. It's legal. Uh, let me start with. What? Kids, do not do this. That's for all the parents out there. Okay. So one summer, I think it was the first summer after I graduated high school, I was depressed on the 4th of July. I just bummed out. I couldn't really put my finger on it. Right. So I sent this exact message to a buddy of mine. 
I don't know why I'm sad, but I'm sad. I need to destroy something. Fair. So what we decided to do Uh-oh. is we bought bottle rockets. Oh, and then good idea. we shot them out of our hands, and I set my shirt on fire. Less of a good idea. That expanded into us buying Roman candles for the next four or five years, and traditionally Roman candle battling, which is running around in open fields, shooting at each other, which if you haven't heard, I, I think I've told the story once or twice, I almost blinded a friend once. Look, destruction is okay, for a, a coping Legally. mechanism, legal Legally. legal destruction is okay as a coping mechanism. But AJ, I don't think shooting flaming things at other humans is really the greatest of ideas. I like tell I feel you. like I feel like oh, we're going back to like the Civil War oh, over this so kind of much stuff. Fun. It was the best. No, 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 no. I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, it's terrible no. and dangerous, and you'll shoot your eye out, kid. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Clearly. Oh. Here's a text message, McCall, that Bring I it. I figured sounded like you. Uh, this, If you were dealing with your own pick-me-up, AJ <laughs> okay. McCall VFX says, I cope by reorganizing the furniture of a room. Yep. Of all the rooms. Yep. You got to be careful with that, though, because you get the feng shui just right. You don't want to mess up your feng shui. Look, if Plus, get, I like look, saying feng shui. Look, if you're, in a, if you're in a zone and you're in a mode and your feng shui is off, rearranging it is good. Sometimes. I think. Maybe don't quote I'm, me on I'm, that. I'm, I'm not a feng shui expert. Maybe it does get stale. I could be wrong. I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> the debate today is about unusual pick-me-ups because uh, McCall's dad was not dealing well a while ago. He was really sad. My my grandma passed away, so his mom his mom passed away, and so I said, "Well, you know what sounds good? Let's go to a trampoline park." And it and went so well. we did. And it was Which, great. I, and he loved know, it. I'm not saying crazy. And AJ said I was crazy. I know. I, I had tilted at best. But then Jamie came in and said, I don't know, laser tag? And I was like, yeah, that might have been a Nope, a I don't think laser tag's far. a good choice. So Hard unusual pass, coping so. mechanisms. Mine was setting myself on fire, shooting off fireworks at friends. Not Please not great, don't right? set yourself so, on fire. I'm not. That's why I have the best business. I think we'll be taken care of after life, okay? You don't have to set yourself on fire. Just make sure to cross my arms because I have ancient Egyptian beliefs that there are endless water parks in the afterlife. Nice. Perfect. Good. No, that's why you shouldn't set yourself on fire. That's why the business that Utah needs is is what I saw a friend of mine out of town do yesterday. They went to destruction therapy. Oh, that was my that was my idea. I was gonna say we needed same idea. Yay! I was gonna say we needed to like have one of those like call it a bull in a china shop or something like that. And then you can go through and you can smash all of the things with a hammer. You know who should do it. Me. Well, yeah, but I mean, what business should splinter into it? Me. By the way, partners, the DI. Oh. Because oh. they get all this stuff donated, so if there's stuff yeah. that's, like, super cheap, you pay X amount of dollars per half hour, right. and you get to go in there with a hammer or something. If you've never seen Destruction Therapy, basically, it's you get to cool. go in a room, and you, you just get to smash stuff. everything. And it's awesome. It's so neat. I think I'm going to continue on this realm of let's do this because that's the debate today recap from what AJ and I talked about on Friday. So like if anybody wants to become business partners where we get together, we do this bull in a China shop idea, by all means, reach out to me because man, there, there's a lot of people that have a lot of pent up anger. And I think, I think destruction therapy is the way to go. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't want to be right if I am. So I know I'm not the only one when it comes to eating awfully at the holidays. Hey, it's McCall. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out sick this morning, and this weekend I ate like trash. I know everybody else is kind of doing the same thing. You know, you get the holiday treats. All your neighbors are so thoughtful. They bring you cookies and candies and 
treats to butter you up. But I kind of had this idea. What if, hear me out, food labels told you how much exercise you needed to be able to do in order to work off all of the food that you ate. Now, I know that there are like the calorie count and stuff and you can get on the treadmill and the treadmill tells you, but like, what if it were to say on there, do 30 minutes of biking on whatever speed? What if, like, don't you think that would be a good idea? I want to know, would you be up for something like this? Do you think this is a good idea? Do you think that food labels just need to do their own thing and you're just going to wait until the beginning of the year to start getting back in shape? 68255, the number to text. Just start your text with VFX. You can also call 435-787-0945 to let us know what you think on that front of things. Florida or not with AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. Brought to you by Cash Valley Recovery. Your three crazy headlines. You got headline number one. Police are looking for a uh, porch pirate because, you know, tis the season. Porch pirate who left a thank you note. (laughs) Headline number two, bank employee busted for stealing $88,000 after this genius decided, you know what the best idea is? Let's post it on social media. Smart. And headline number three, some guy broke into a restaurant, strips naked, eats ramen, plays the bongos, and spray paints pickle jars. That's a whole lot of crazy. Those are your three crazy headlines. Matea's on the phone. Do you have an inkling or an idea which one, just right off the bat, you think, that's got to be the story from Florida? Dude, I'm a fan of ramen, so I think the nude ramen eater is my favorite. Okay, yeah, I feel that because, yes, also same. So I'll give you the three full stories, Matea, and we'll see if we can get you a fresh Christmas tree. How about that? That sounds fantastic. Perfect. So we got story number one. Police looking for a porch pirate who recently stole a package and decided, you know what, I should leave a handwritten thank you note because this is the nice thing to do, right? Uh, I don't I don't get it. They say, so thank you for leaving me the opportunity of stealing your package. Very nice of you. Thank you. Signed, the new owner of your package. Most polite pirate I've ever heard. I know. Like, what is the deal with this? I don't think I understand. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I appreciate the niceness during the holiday season, but uh, time and place, right? Right, exactly. 100%. So there's story one. Story number two, bank employee gradually stole... out of the vault earlier this year. And the genius thought, obviously, the best place to brag about this is on social media with me posing by stacks of fat cash, right? The the authorities found him because, you know, all of the evidence is right there. Rookie move. Yeah, right? What a a great move. He's facing tons of charges, including uh, 40 years in prison. So that's quite a way to spend 40 years of your life. $1.25 million fine over $88,000. Wow. Man, yeah. What a smart individual. And then we got the crazy story number three. Homeless guy sneaks into a restaurant after hours, proceeds to take off his clothes, eat some top ramen, play some bongos, spray paint some pickle jars and some chairs, and then rode off in his bicycle in the buff. I guess he came in with pants off, pants on, rode off with pants off. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. The restaurant says they're declining to press charges against the man, which I guess is nice because they're like, you know, if this guy needs our top ramen, this guy should probably have our top ramen. Needs it more than we do. (laughs) I don't, I don't get it, but there you go, Mateo. We got three crazy stories. Are you still sticking with three? Yeah, totally. I think ramen wins all.
Uh, you know, I think that's probably fair because that's the right answer. It is story number three. Congratulations. <laughs> For some people in Minnesota, in case you missed it, our very first story from Florida or not this morning. Heads up, if you ever missed any of the uh, Florida or not, you can actually just search for Utah's VFX or search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are and listen to the whole thing, get the full stories again. But this story, number one, happened in Minnesota and police are actually looking for a porch pirate that stole a package and left a handwritten thank you note. The note said, so just a quick little thank you for leaving me the opportunity to steal your package. Very nice of you. Thank you. Signs, the new owner of your package. Now the cops say, they should be able to track down the thief based on the handwriting and et cetera. But I started thinking about this with it being holiday season and with the post office and all of the different delivery services working extra, extra, extra hard to make sure that everybody gets their packages. How do you use, I don't know, surveillance? Maybe, maybe you've got like a ring doorbell camera or something along those lines, or maybe you're going to go the passive aggressive route this holiday season and do like that one guy did last year with the porch pirate package deterrent where he put glitter all over in it and a camera and the fart spray and all of that stuff. Which way are you going to go? Do you go the way of tradition where you end up putting up a camera and then you end up going through the law and whatever or do you take things into your own hands how do you handle porch pirates do you have a story of a porch pirate already this year i want to know all about it please tell us your stories you can call 435-787-0945 did your package get stolen already this year because i want to hear about it and i want to know what your package was that got stolen because i was nervous a couple years ago I had an Instant Pot that got stolen, only to find out that it never left the warehouse. So technically speaking, it didn't get stolen. I just never got it. So tell us your porch pirate stories. I'm sick. AJ's sick. We're kind of struggling just a little bit because he's out sick this morning. And I don't know what to do because I just feel off. But I don't, I don't want to get sick this holiday season. So I need to know, what's your like instant, okay, I'm better. Okay, all is well. What is the instant go-to for you? Because I uh, I don't want to get sick. Lots of people thinking, you know, I'm not going to have time to get sick. I'm not going to have time, blah, 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 to get sick. It's not like anybody ever has time for sickness, right? Does anybody feel like, oh, yeah, I have time for sickness? Now, we've got Matea on the phone. Matea, what's your instant, like, get better sickness fixer <laughs> honestly i'm from canada nice and there's a cough medicine called bug leaves uh-huh. it tastes super gross but it actually works but it literally feels like you're drinking big but oh. it works oh. get on amazon oh that's awful but if it works i mean i guess it works right i want to know what's your go-to sickness fixer you know i'm a firm believer of what do they call it? Squatting and surfing. Hey, it's the AJ and McCall show on Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning, but a lot of people go into the restroom. They use their cell phones, obviously, right? We've had the whole conversation of how it's not acceptable to be on the phone call when you're in the bathroom because gross. Okay. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody at all. Not even the people that are in the bathroom. We don't want to hear it at all, but there's a 
post of a photo that has just gone crazy viral that if it takes longer than 10 minutes for you to be in the bathroom and do the thing, someone goes in after to do a quote unquote smell check to make sure that you are really doing your business and not just playing on your phone. Sign on the door says, quote, if in the bathroom for more than 10 minutes, smell check will be completed to ensure the employee was not sitting on their phone. If it does not stink, employee's name will be reported to the office. What? I, I just want to know, is this like going over somebody's rights, somebody's personal rights, whatever you want to say? Because I get it. I do. I used to work at the bank and people would go on bathroom breaks and they would be gone for like 15 minutes and it would be the most infuriating thing because we'd get super busy and then we wouldn't be able to get a hold of said individual and they're like, sorry, I had to go to the bathroom. So I can understand it from that perspective, but also like whose job, who, what poor unfortunate soul is going to get wrangled into here and say, hey, you got to go up and do the sniff test to make sure that, you know, they did the do while they were up there. Gross. Just gross. Do you think your company should implement this or do you think this is maybe crossing over a boundary that shouldn't be touched? I'm thinking a little bit about some Christmassy type situations I think is the best way to to phrase this but what's something that you won't do for Christmas? Like I love Christmas but I won't blank go caroling maybe. I love Christmas but I won't buy somebody Christmas presents What's your, I, I love, I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that, right? Only Christmas style. I'll do anything for Christmas, but I will not wear a ridiculous, crazy sweater. Speaking of crazy sweaters, by the way, side note, crazy sweater day is Friday. Just national crazy sweater day. So that means I got to find a crazy sweater because I had a really cool crazy sweater once upon a time and I washed it and I wasn't supposed to do that because I had lights on it and I could take the lights out, but I didn't. So um, it's ruined. So my light up Rudolph doesn't light up anymore. What's something that you will not do for Christmas, even though you love it, maybe you hate it, whatever. I will not do blank for Christmas. Text 68255. Just start your text with VFX. Speaking of Christmas, maybe your will not is Christmas cards. That's what we're actually going to get into for the debate at eight. So a question has arisen in the VFX studio of whether or not people give out Christmas cards. It's the AJ McCall show asking for the debate at eight this morning brought to you by Spring Creek Medical. If you've got neck or back pain, whiplash from a recent auto accident, you can visit Spring Creek Medical in Providence. Log on springcreekmedical.com for all of the details because I've received a couple of Christmas cards. I love seeing people's Christmas cards. Really, really, I do. I think they're cool. I like to set them up on my counter. I've got a couple of them set up on my counter right now. But I want to know, does your family do Christmas cards? We received a couple at the station. And I also have a uh, question that has been brought to my attention that involves Christmas cards and uh, weird, weird giving of Christmas cards. We'll get into that all coming up. But just... To start off, do you give off, give out, that's the word, give out Christmas cards. Let's talk holiday cards. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning, but we got the debate at eight still going on. And I don't know when to give out holiday cards because Dustin and I have been in a relationship for six and a half years now. And I'm wondering, do we give out like Christmas cards? 
It's like, we're not married, so I don't know if we do like a, hey, what's up? We're still here. Here's a holiday Christmas card. I, I have no idea. I've gotten a couple of different Christmas cards, which I think is really cool. I think it's really nice of people to send me Christmas cards, give me Christmas cards, whatever. I'll, I'll put it up. I have it up at my house. I think they're really cool. But I got a message that said, okay, so I met this really cool girl just at a club about a month ago. Now, I took her on a real date. We've gotten to know each other really well. One of the first things she told me about herself the night we met was how she loves her young girls. Now, I guess that she said she got pregnant really young with her high school man. They thought they'd get married, but he's not really that great of a guy. Well, now this guy is pretty much living with Josie and her daughters, which is really convenient uh, because they're not too far away from each other where his actual house is. But he says now for the holidays, she's dead set on sending out these Christmas cards with pictures of all of them together. But it's barely been a month. So he says he doesn't know what he's gotten himself into. He doesn't want to break up with her, but he thinks this card thing might be aggressive. What does he do? I don't know what to tell you. This guy's name is Brian. Brian, I think that since you guys have been together for a month, I think it's a mistake to be giving out Christmas cards this early. Like, I get it. Okay, you guys can send out like Valentine's Day cards or something. Let it go a couple of months. But a month? I want to know, what advice do you have for Brian? 68255, the number to text. Just start your text with VFX. You can also call 435-787-0945. What are the rules of giving out Christmas cards for you and your family? Do you have to have a family? Like, do you have to have children to be able to give out Christmas cards? Do you have to be married to give out Christmas cards? What's the breakdown? Because... On my level, I have no idea. Another big relationship step happens to be sending out Christmas cards. Is that a thing? Because I don't know where the rules apply to send out Christmas cards. And that's actually what we're talking about for the debate at eight this morning with AJ and McCall. Now, even though AJ's out sick, I need to know what your opinion is on sending out Christmas cards. Do you have to be married? Do you have to have kids? Where's the line? And do do you just send them out for funsies? Also, we need to talk a little bit about the message that we got from Brian, who said that he met this cool cool girl. That's the word. Her name is Josie. He met her at a club about a month ago, took her out on a real date. Basically, they've kind of moved in together. And now she's like, okay, well, I want to send out Christmas cards with you and my two young daughters and send them to all of my friends and my family. He says, y'all, we've been together for a month. What the heck do I do? What have I got myself into? I don't really want to break up with her, but I feel like if I don't send out Christmas cards, we're going to end up breaking up. So people are asking, what do you do? You can join in on the conversation by texting 68255. Just start your text with VFX or call 435-787-0945. Now we got a message from Eliana that says that she feels like one of the reasons that Cards are sent out is to let the family and close friends know that you're with someone special. doesn't really matter if you're married or not, if you've been together a month or not. And if you've been together for six and a half years, you're totally able to just send out Christmas cards. Send a picture of you and your dogs and send them to everybody you know. But I want to know what's the difference between like a card versus a post on like Facebook or Instagram. Is there a difference? Because basically your, your picture is going to get thrown away, right? Do people keep Christmas cards forever and ever? I don't know when it comes to family practices, when it comes to Christmas cards, because, you know, I've only been an adult for not that long and not very many people send me Christmas cards. So I don't know. Are you supposed to keep them throughout the years? Do you keep them and scrapbook them or do you just throw them away or what do you do? What do you do with Christmas cards? I have no idea. I'm not like 
super sentimental. AJ's the one that's usually sentimental. And he's like, oh, yeah, you got to keep them in a scrapbook and keep them for 15 years and look at them. And I, I, what do you what do you do with Christmas cards? Are they still a thing? Do people still give out Christmas cards? Are they are they a thing? I don't know. 68255, the number to text. Just start your text with VFX because I need some help on this. Utah's VFX is AJ McCall. Who's this? This is Josh. Hi, Josh. How are you this morning? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. What's going on, my friend? Uh, I just wanted to weigh in about the whole uh, Christmas card thing. Yes, please help me because I have no idea what to do with Christmas cards. I don't think there's, like, a specific set of rules, and, like, different people have different levels of comfortableness about the whole thing. Uh Uh-huh. But I think that uh, the purpose of the Christmas card is to, like, have a snapshot of what your life was like at the time. Uh Uh-huh. Because what I do with my Christmas cards that I send out is I save a copy of each of mine and each of, you know, the people that I care about. Right. And then, like, whenever I hit, like, a milestone or something in my life, I go back and I look at... Uh, the sequential, in sequential order, all of the Christmas cards to watch how they grew, like from year to year. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I think that's. So I, I think that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, so I think it's okay even after just a month to share a Christmas card because then, when you're you know looking back at the time, you'll be like, oh yeah, I remember dating that girl, even if it didn't last super long or it wasn't super serious, still a part of your life at that time. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah. For some reason. Every single year at SantaCon, there's always crazy stuff that goes down. I don't remember what happened last year. I think people ended up dancing in the middle of the street. It was just a whole big thing. Now, SantaCon happens in New York City, and it happened in New York City on Saturday night. Now, this group of guys dressed as Santas that were heading home from SantaCon decided to grab a guy who stabbed someone in the leg on their train, and they they turned him over to the cops. So this is going to chalk one up for SantaCon's nice list, right? I'm just always so surprised as to how many people with this SantaCon, it, it turns out awfully every year. I'm not kidding. Every single year, all of these people that love getting dressed up as Santa show up. They do this whole thing and this year I guess it sort of turned out okay right I mean only sort of because usually when people get stabbed it's not really like the greatest thing but this guy getting stabbed and then taken to the hospital I think turns out a little bit better or something but I got a question for you it's it's a little bit of a posed question that someone sent me a message and said hey back in October I ordered a pair of Uggs online now they never arrived tried to track them down but they got lost somewhere in delivery so they sent a replacement pair and they moved on with their life right well suddenly out of nowhere said individual came home and there was a box on their porch it hadn't been stolen by porch pirates which is great but sure enough the Uggs finally arrived So they say, I got to admit, the thought of having two pairs of Uggs is pretty exciting. Joy was quickly stolen when the husband got home and said, the only right thing to do is to send them back. He can't stand when people try to beat the system and steal, and he called it stealing. So she says, well, great. Spent a lot of time and aggravation trying to track them down two months ago. Not the problem if they don't know what the heck they're going to do with this shipping department, right? So... I want to know, would you go through the trouble of calling the company, going through the hassle and saying, hey, these are stolen. I don't know what happened. You guys had a mess up with the shipping department and uh, I want to return them. 
Because truthfully, I think if if she were to reach out and say, hey, heads up, shipping department, you guys messed up, they'd probably say, well, that's our bad here. Keep them anyway, because it's just a hassle to try and get them back. Is it stealing? 435-787-0945, the number to call. My normal policy is, if you ever have to ask, is this stealing? It's stealing. AJ's normal policy is, hey, this is instant karma. So my view on that, um, on the boots, is... If she actively had to reach out and do her, and if the boots wouldn't have, would not have arrived to her unless she had to go through the actions to find them, then I think she's justified in keeping both pairs. You know, and I'm kind of in the same boat with this one because she, it's been two months. Like she ordered them in October, she didn't get them, and then all of a sudden they just show up. It's like, well. So that sounds like to me is they didn't get shipped out. And then when she made a complaint about it, they're like, oh, crap, we didn't send her boots. Let's hurry up and send her these. I've gotten doubles or something. And because of the time that it took them to send me the doubles and the amount of effort and frustration I had to put into it, I felt justified in keeping it. Hi, this is Maggie. I was just calling about the day debate. They are most likely to not even use the Uggs after. So you're pretty much going to put them to waste. Right. So it's like, why not just use them yourself? (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I don't know, like, it really depends on your morality and, like, your personal guilt. If you feel guilty, then, yeah, like, go ahead and, like, call them and be like, hey, like, can I return them? And, you know, it probably will take a few weeks for them to, like, figure that out and then, like, get it done. But otherwise, when they get them, they're going to look at the quality and they're most likely not going to resell them and throw them away. So H.A. and I have been joking for the last, like, two weeks about how I procrastinate on everything. It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ's out sick this morning, but this weekend I got all of my holiday shopping done. Mostly. I'm sort of leaving a couple of presents to last minute because I'm irresponsible. Now these are two presents that I have to get that we have to ship off to a different state. I'm trying to keep it anonymous here, but I haven't done that yet and I feel like it's probably uh running low on time to be able to buy things and get them shipped off to a different state and so with the ordering process I was having this conversation with Dustin just yesterday as we were shopping I said what do we do and he said well we'll probably have to do it like Monday or Tuesday and I said okay great and I said so I found this really cool thing that I want to get but I think I want to get it and I want to just wrap it myself and then put it in a box, and then ship it. And Dustin said, McCall, that's a terrible idea. You should just order it online, and then you can send it from the online retailer directly to the state that we have to send it to. And I said, okay. And then I ordered it, and then uh, it's going to be at my house in like three days. (laughs) Because I didn't listen, and now I'm kind of regretting this decision because it was a secret Santa gift that I have to get for somebody within the family. We just all drew names this year. And so I have to get this present for this certain individual, and I think that I made a mistake, probably. But there's nothing I can do about it now, right? Has anybody made this kind of a mistake during the holiday season? You think, oh, it'll be fine. It'll get to my house in time. It's not going to be that big of a deal. Because this isn't the first year that this has happened. This is probably year number three that this has happened. And I'm over here not learning from my mistakes and just remaking the same mistakes over and over and over again. Anybody in the same boat? 68255, the number to text. Just start your text with VFX. Have you got all of your shopping done? Or do you still have to go shopping like I have to go shopping? 
this week. VFX's Facebook roulette. It's how we end every single day with AJ and McCall and Utah's VFX. And it starts with being friends with AJ Knight and McCall Taylor. And then you find us on Facebook. You add us as a friend. We spin. Whatever we land on, we will like, comment, and share. And the best one makes it to the VFX Facebook page. So I'm just spinning and I'm just going to stop now. And I landed on my friend, Andrea Child. She shared a post from Blossom that is uh, wrapping gifts just got a whole lot easier with these 13 clever ideas. Okay. I like present wrapping hacks, especially right now. So I'm going to like this, comment on it, and share it to the VFX Facebook page. And uh, if you add either AJ or I on Facebook, you've got your chance to be able to get entered in for that the ability to make it onto the VFX Facebook page. Speaking of the Facebook page, though, it's very important that you like that page because this week we're going to be giving away a Serenoni blanket and it's going to be from likes on the Facebook page and follows on Instagram. So head over to Instagram, follow Utah's VFX, like Utah's VFX on Facebook and you're entered in. Also, you can get entered in for Santa's gift bag again tomorrow morning about 9.30. AJ and I will be giving away another prize. We got a $50 gift certificate up for grabs to Smithfield Implements. And the winner is going to be entered in for a grand prize drawing of a night's stay at the Anniversary Inn. So get signed up right now, utahsvfx.com. Hopefully AJ gets better and hopefully he comes back tomorrow. So until tomorrow for AJ and McCall, don't do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to Utah's VFX 94.5 and 98.3.